Hi, welcome to Kinship. We're four church sisters who share our discussions so that you're encouraged to deepen relationships in your local church. I'm here with Bethany Valencia, Kelly Barrick, Pam Talata, and I'm Francis Tobayan. I'm going to start the question, what have you been listening to or what have you been watching? Okay, what I watched last night oh. was The Founder. McDonald's mm-hmm. story. It's new. Oh, it's no, a documentary. It? No, yeah. it's not. It's um, Michael Keaton. Batman. Um, uh, yes. Uh, and it's the story of a guy who basically takes this company McDonald's from these two brothers who started it and manipulates and breaks the contracts until oh. he owns it. Oh. And that's the history. That's a true story oh. of McDonald's. McDonald's the restaurant? Or yeah. Like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. What other McDonald's is there? <laughs> isn't there the like <laughs> no? Isn't there um, McDonnell Douglas? It's um, aircraft. Nope, I don't know don't if it's. Know I don't know if it's. <laughs> I was picturing the Golden Arches. Is <laughs> yeah, that what we're talking about? What well, it is. I wasn't okay. sure because I was thinking like, wait, two brothers. That sounds more like. Anyways, I don't know. <laughs> Are you thinking the right brothers? You know what? Mm, Look it up, guys. Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> Someone out there might My know mind what I'm goes straight about. to food, Francis. I had an advantage. <laughs> you were just thinking of French fries. Yeah, I knew Kelly would know what I was talking <laughs> That's about. That's all it was. <laughs> Kelly, what have you been listening to or watching? Let's see. So last night we watched Wonder Woman. Oh. I had already seen it, but it was Paul's first time. Okay. I'm personally a huge fan of it. Okay. And then we also watched um, Grand Budapest Hotel this weekend. That's a good one. Classic. Yes. So that is what I've watched. I watched yesterday Hamilton, the documentary. Have you so watched good. it? Yes, no. I have. No. So good. I thought you didn't want to take me. Well, I mean, yeah, I did watch it, but do they say, I feel like I know the same from just listening to it. Oh, okay. So I don't feel like they yeah. revealed Can anything. you like watch totally. the play through listening to it? Like if I were to listen to the soundtrack, would I get it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I have not been listening to Albert Moeller. I've been very oh. sad. Sacrilegious. Well, <laughs> no, it's because I'm not... Um, I'm not running, and mm. so that's when I usually mm-hmm. listen to him. So mm-hmm. I'm very sad that I haven't been on top of it. He's so very usually, motivating for running. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It totally is. Like, what the are you saying, Albert Moeller? I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> like usually Bethy and I will be like on top of it. Like, did you listen? Mm-hmm. She'll be like, Yeah, did you listen? And then we'll have a conversation about it. And now she's. Having I tried to do that today. And I, it didn't go anywhere. I know, and I, it just reminded me, like, oh, I haven't been listening to it. But I did watch a little segment of um, the briefing of like how he does the briefing. Did anyone see no? that? No. Oh, it's Dude, so I good. See that. It's it's very short. It's probably like five minutes, but it's just so good, and it just makes you like love him even more because yeah. he, he it's not he doesn't have a script. What? Oh. Yeah, he literally has newspapers with highlights on them, and he just starts talking. No. I'm like, oh my Albert, gosh. you are amazing. It sounds so scripted. Yeah, but even when he preaches, it's the same way. He doesn't take notes up there. What? He just starts talking. Yeah. The, He's intense. Ah. He is so intense. It makes you love him even more. We're so thankful <laughs> for Albert Moeller. So I've uh, been listening to Why the Reformation Still Matters. Very good audiobook uh, by Michael Reeves and Tim Chester. We're coming up on the 500th year mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. Reformation, Martin Luther, 1517. So that's been really cool. The kids and I have been listening to it. The kids love it. But yeah, anyways. So today we're talking about dating. Oh. And since we're all married here, we all have been on dates, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. So, not really. No. As my junior high pastor would say, we're not talking about dried fruit. Oh, what? <laughs> <Dates>. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Everyone's like, ew, that's such a weird joke. 
Every time. Okay, ladies. So how would you f- define, well, define what it means to be dating? What does that mean? I would say two people, a man and a woman, um, who are ready for marriage. And so they decide we're going to pursue marriage together. Okay. In a sh- short time so that you don't burn too hard. Mm. <laughs> what do you mean by burn, Pam? Uh, so that you're not tempted sexually, yeah, to treat the other person as their, your spouse okay. beforehand. Right. We will talk about purity, by the way, but yes. Yeah. Kelly, Bethany, define what it means to be I dating. Think, like right now in this culture, it's a lot like the word love. Like everyone has their own definition in a sense. Cause mm. like I'll ask someone, Hey, are you guys dating? They'll be like, no, no, no. We're just going on dates. <laughs> and then they'll be like, she's not my girlfriend. We're just dating. And okay. then, so it's like everyone has their own like I know, weird. I know, it's hard to keep track. I would just say it's like two people who've expressed interest in one another and then whatever they define it on from there. Cause at this point it's kind of hard because yeah. there's like some people don't even date with the expectation of marriage, like we're going to date. Neither one of us want to be married ever. So I'm like, right. well, then are, are you going somewhere with it? Then people are like, well, our goal is to move in together. Like one of my ultimate series is living together, but we're still just dating. Mm. But like, so mm. I don't really know how to define it outside of like, I feel like there's a Christian pursue marriage and then worldly we're into each other and mm-hmm. we're going to see where it goes. Bethany, how about dating and courtship? Are they the same thing? Do you equate them? When I think of courtship, I think of jean skirts. <laughs> jean skirts? Like, you know, homeschoolers oh. who wear like jean skirts, <laughs> like the Duggars. <laughs> no, anyone? Sorry. <laughs> you know, like conservative. I was homeschooled, everyone. So I have nothing there against homeschoolers. But, um, or jean skirts. I but, um, but I, I mean, I think people define dating and courtship in so many different ways, Yeah, you know? And I think the the important thing is, are you being intentional with dating? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to glorify the Lord? Are you preserving what belongs in marriage just for marriage? Right. Um, And yeah, are you being intentional about thinking through, is this a person I want to marry? Right. Yeah. I mean, the mindset behind dating and courtship I think, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily, yeah, I I would equate them. I mean, because I've seen uh, people dating where they're calling it courtship and it's just very much very worldly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you could take whatever label you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what they did with the term courtship, and I could be wrong, but I think they wanted to make it more um, purposeful, purposeful, like Christ-centered, like Mm -hmm. why are you dating? Should you be dating? So change it to courtship, which I get. If you want to relabel something to to have more meaning, I get that. Um, But I also see, like I said, I always see Christians that are courting, and it's like, well, you sort of (laughs) just look very much like the world, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay. What are the expectations that come with dating? Should you have any? I mean, I think as much as you can expect out of a relationship before you're married. Mm -hmm. So um, not expecting permanency or Mm -hmm. um, not expecting that other person to be your other half because you're not mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. But I think also with the dating comes the intentionality. So you should mm-hmm. have some communication agreement of where you both are at. Right. And you should both uphold that part of it in terms of for now we're pursuing mm-hmm. marriage mm-hmm. and until communication changes, then that's the state that we're in. Cause I think a lot of people don't communicate those things yeah. and mm-hmm. it's very hurtful because right. th- it's not clear mm-hmm. and no one knows where anyone's mm-hmm. going. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think there should be clear communication and expectation of 
we are purposeful about considering marriage right now. Yeah. And if anything mm-hmm. changes, I'll let you know. Yeah. Does yeah. DTR sound familiar? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, there you go. So that's pretty much what Bethany's saying, right. defining the relationship. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I think a good expectation or something that you should be expecting is that you're going to want to grow closer to this person because mm. the temptation is there to think of them as um, your spouse. And so you have to expect yourself to be guarding your heart, yeah. guarding mm. the other person. Because yeah. if you don't, if you're not expecting it or if you're not prepared for it, yeah. then mm-hmm. you're not going to. And yeah. you're going to expect wrong things yeah. out of the other person. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so true. I've seen that happen a lot where people get into the the dating or really courtship, whatever you want to call it, and they're not expecting to get so attached so yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you have to expect that once you start courting or dating that, you know, you could start moving very quickly right. mm-hmm. um, towards that person. And yeah, it's just like very much like Be what careful. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Be careful guarding your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly, what are the expectations that come with dating in your mind? Well, like I only dated one person ever. Mm. Um, and so like I was 16 and he was leaving for college. So I think my expectations were pretty low mm. <laughs> um, just in that we were almost, it was almost just a glorified friendship in a way. Like wow. my expectations were you make me feel special when you're with me mm-hmm. and that you don't make other people feel special away from me. Mm. And then, you know, just be honest. So exclusivity? That kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what we do, you don't do with other people mm-hmm. or like you don't feel the way about me, the way you feel about other people. Guess mm. as long as I was different in his mind from yeah. other girls. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was till I was in college where I like had a conversation with someone. They're like, well, you're probably going to meet your husband in college or sometime soon. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking, well, I'm either going to meet somebody else or it's going to be with who I'm with. And so at that point I started thinking more seriously about the future and like where I was mm-hmm. investing that emotional energy. Yeah. And I'm very glad that it was Paul that, you know, yeah. like, you know, like that was <laughs> yeah. the road that was taken. But so I don't think I have a, I was very solid in my expectations until I got to an age where marriage was even like in my head. I think in high school, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, this is just kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And I have a really cool person to hang out with. Yeah. So I don't like that might be an age thing as well. Cause like yeah. if you were to meet someone and start dating later in life, I think you could get emotionally attached. Like you were saying way quicker mm-hmm. than right. I did. So would you advise someone who's 16 to date or would you, from your experience, say it's probably not the best choice Um, or it's not wise? It's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I think I was really fortunate in that he was gone Mm -hmm. a lot of the time that Mm -hmm. saved from a lot of what you're saying, physical temptation. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say like, there's nothing wrong. I think because what my mom said to me about dating, especially when I couldn't, she was like, you're going to be attracted to people. Mm -hmm. They're going to be attracted to you. Mm -hmm. You can even say, I like that person. And they can say, they like you, but mm-hmm. like that doesn't make it, you know, something, I guess, that doesn't mean you're going to marry that person mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you should give anything to that person. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, I guess until you're at a place where you're like, no, I, I want to marry, I, I could pursue marriage. Yeah. I think it's just kind of putting yourself out there physically, emotionally, just, there's a lot of risk to that, but I don't right. think you should be like, oh my gosh, I'm attracted to someone. Right. This is right. really bad. Cause I right. think that's just going to happen mm-hmm. yes. and you need to be able to like, balance that with your like you're saying your expectations and emotional intimacy as well Mm -hmm. yeah bethany would you advise someone who's 16 to be in a relationship to be dating courting i would say no Mm -hmm. um 
it's once because I had a friend who got married at 18 yeah. and it was the Lord's will. I mean, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they got married. And so I think um, 16 sounds so close to 18 in a, in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she was ready at 18, you know. Yeah. And I think with the legal age of marriage being 18, right, the closer to that. Mm-hmm. And if you're ready, you know, to get married at 18, then I think it depends on the relationship. But mm-hmm. I would say before that, even having conversations of like, I like you, you like me, it might not even be helpful. Yeah. Right. Because it's not going to go anywhere. Right. I think like Kelly said, like, you're going to have those feelings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to have that conversation, I don't think should even happen until you're ready. Because where can it go? Like you can't put expectations Mm -hmm. on each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even if if you're having those feelings, do you need to say it? Right. You don't need to say Mm -hmm. those comments. Because that's only going to make you more emotionally attached to that person. That's awakening love before Mm, it is time. Yeah. (laughs) So. And I think that ties to guarding your heart. Right. And guarding the other person's heart Mm -hmm. too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is the purpose of dating? I'm assuming we're all going to say the same thing. But <laughs> Stay together, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, Kinship. let's not do that ever. <laughs> Ultimately, right? Family. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. I wanted to go back because oh. what, what, what are the expectations that come with dating? In my mind is you break up right away. As soon as you know that mm. the Lord is leading you in a different direction, mm-hmm. yeah. we would encourage the, the two... Um, the couples or the people that are dating to break up as soon as possible. Um, and it, another thing I think Pam touched on it, like not dragging it on, mm-hmm. not having a courtship yeah. mm-hmm. that is, we always say, PJ and I always say, this is just us. They're a little crazy say, sometimes. We are <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> we say you shouldn't be dating over a year. Mm-hmm. And the reason we say that, I'm, I'm, we have friends that have dated over the, over um, a year. Like but, me. Yeah. But we, the reason we say that is because we've seen what sexual temptation does mm-hmm. and it's so rampant in mm-hmm. the church and it's just heartbreaking. Like you really see Satan use that in an ugly, ugly way. So, I mean, that's for PJ and I, when we, when we counsel people Mm -hmm. or do premarital counseling, that's the first thing we're asking. Um, How long have you been dating? You know, when are you ready to get married? Because yeah, we want to not prolong the not yet married stage. Mm -hmm. That's a Marshall Siegel's book. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, you just want to cut it off as soon as you know, not in a a disrespectful way, but a very loving way. Because again, you want to guard the person's heart, you want to guard your heart. And that's how you're able to do that the best way is you, you cut it off quickly. And like we've talked about too, there's different circumstances. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes you can't get married right away because parents or, you know, there's, Mm -hmm. it it just depends like on the situation. And I think for me, like I needed time to warm up. Yeah. (laughs) Like I was still very afraid of Chris in the Mm. first three months of our marriage, (laughs) marriage. No, (laughs) (laughs) you were. (laughs) So I think it depends on the person, but I think the principle of as soon as you're ready to get married, mm-hmm. get married, yeah. it still stands. Yeah. I guess another expectation I thought of um, is having parents involved. 
I know that's not common nowadays, Mm -hmm. but as we're discipling our four girls, we have a boy and we have four girls um, specifically, well, actually with all of them, we're already like, you know, making them them think about the future and some of them want to get married already. And so we have to like, (laughs) "Ah, okay, let's pray. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just having that expectation, letting them know like mom and dad are going to be involved. Mm -hmm. You know, we are not going to be like, well, that's your love life. It's like, no, mm-hmm. <laughs> like daddy is going to have a conversation with whoever comes to the door and mm-hmm. says, I'm interested in your daughter. Yes. Like that's, yeah, that's right away. So I would, I mean, I didn't get that. I didn't mm-hmm. have that with my relationship with PJ or even the previous ones. Parents weren't involved, which right. is sad. And mm-hmm. you could see where that goes wrong. You could also have where parents are too involved. Yes, you know. <laughs> so I want to say that too. Yeah, like Did where that the, happen with someone? For my cousin. Oh, really? Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Third I have a wheel. question though that yeah. as a mom. So like yeah. going back to when you said it's not helpful to say I like him or I like her. Mm-hmm. How can you counsel your daughter or other women through it if they're not expressing that? No, ex- I'm sorry. So let me clarify. Expressing to the the spouse or no, not that's the, spouse. Spouse. the person they like. The yeah, person they like. I for sure want to know if my daughters like someone, have feelings. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that. No, it's not. Don't tell me if you, whatever feelings you're having, keep it inside. It's like, no, I want to draw that out. Mm -hmm. Like if she is having, or he's having um, feelings towards someone and he's, you know, 14, 15, 16, like I do want to know about Mm -hmm. all those and help them through that and disciple them through that. But as far as like, letting her or him tell the other girl or the Mm -hmm. other boy that hey I do like you then that's where I would be like that's not helpful Mm -hmm. like you're in you're really in no position to cultivate those feelings right right now do you already ask your kids those questions or some of your kids or no or like at what age would you start yeah not yet I haven't sensed but again I'm not god and Mm -hmm. you know I could be way off but There, there's sometimes where I do think like, hmm, you know, I'll keep an eye on that, mm-hmm. you know, but for the most part, they're very much about dad. Mm-hmm. And so that's a clue for me, like when they're all about PJ and hugging him, and <laughs> loving him, like that, that's a clue, you know, um, for me at least, mm-hmm. but I haven't sensed that. And we do talk about marriage and we do talk about dating and other things like that. So... I haven't sensed that yet, Mm -hmm. but I, I, um, your radar's up. Yeah. My radar's Mm -hmm. definitely up. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I I wanted to go back to you you ladies have anything to say about the expectations as far as like parents being involved or parents being too involved. Is there anything you wanted to say in regards to that? Well, I think like if you're going to expect your kids to be able to talk to you about that, it Mm -hmm. can't start when they start dating. Like that should probably be a life pattern building up to that because why would they start being open with you at that point in their life? Right. So I guess like start with us or, you know what I mean? Like just make that a life pattern. Absolutely. Start young. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Pam, are you going to get Ezra ready anytime soon? (laughs) I mean, even... When, like, we joke around, like, oh, what if he marries Reed? Like, yeah. inside, I'm like, dude, like, I don't even know if he's going to be Christian or not. Mm. Like, heck no. We need to protect Reed at all costs. No. Because, like, that's what men are supposed to do. Like, yeah. supposed to protect. I'm not, I'm not a man. Right, They're right. They're supposed to protect. <laughs> right. Um, Thanks women. for clarifying. Yeah. For everyone who can't see you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> They're supposed to protect yeah. women. And so I just want Ezra to know that's what dating is. You're supposed right. to protect the women in your life. You're supposed to guard them. and Yeah love them and lead them well. Right. Thank you for saying that because 
as a parent, you have to think about the others too, like the other parties. Mm -hmm. So if you have a boy, if you have a girl thinking about like what we talked about, not only protecting yourself, but protecting others as a parent, even having that in mind, like, well, I want to protect my son or my daughter's heart, but I also want to protect whoever else. Mm -hmm. I want to help them protect Mm -hmm. their own heart. So even thinking of um, those roles in in biblical manhood and womanhood, like already putting that in their head, like what is the purpose? Like what is your job as a man? Well, it's to protect and serve. So having that already, I remember with Rock, we would constantly ask him, you know, when he would engage his sister, like just playing and stuff, Mm -hmm. like we'd ask him like, you know, are you being, you know, loving? Are you... How are you? How are you supposed to interact with your sister? And he would always, you know, PJ and I would tell him like, "Well, you're supposed to protect and serve," you <laughs> mm-hmm. know. And so him just having that mindset, you know, and he fails, you know, and I fail in reminding him. But it's just neat to have that already, and when they're little, you know, like what Kelly was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the purpose of dating? Anyone can jump in here. Marriage. Marriage. I win. <laughs> I disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I second that. Yeah. To, to, to find your spouse. To find mm-hmm. your spouse. And to think critically about the people that you're with. The in purpose that is not to get to know them on some deeper, intimate level. Because mm-hmm. you should already befriend them as a person. Yeah. Ooh, can I ask about that? I kind of disagree. Do you have to friend zone them first? Well, in premarital counseling, I was taught that there are, I think, three different types of relationships that are shown in the Bible. So there's friendship, marriage, and family. Is Mm. that, do you remember that? Sorry, I don't. I was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I I remember, I think that that's what it was. So there's no special, other than the fact that like you and that other person are pursuing marriage, like there's, there's nothing that should be different from like what I would do with another like guy friend like he shouldn't be receiving some special like pre-husband treatment you know that's still like I get that like in the bible but it's still fuzzy in my mind how that works because you are considering marriage which is a big Mm -hmm. deal Mm -hmm. so there is that certain level of um you have a special relationship with that person Uh but I know biblically like there isn't that yeah yeah. weren't there betrothals though there yeah in the bible right but those were more like marriages than they were like Mm. dating so So in the bible friends first before considering dating them say yes because like why would you want to pursue marriage with someone you don't know but then there's the question of like can you go on a date with someone without knowing them versus dating them like a blind date yeah I mean if they have good credibility I know someone in my family went on a blind date because his friends set him up with them and they're both like strong Christians Mm -hmm. and yeah if they have like good character yeah um then I think that that would be Mm -hmm. okay but if you like they're just some random person Mm -hmm. that you don't even know that's different I think he's a good looking guy right I'm gonna it's not smart yeah Yeah. well Kelly has some pushback let's hear you Kelly what are you thinking I just feel like there's this Christian culture especially like the college I was at where it's like he's my brother like they're all my brothers in Christ Mm -hmm. And it was almost like this, you have to friend date everyone. Mm -hmm. And then, but it's like, and I obviously like, it's like, we have a friend here who has like his five critical things. Like she must be a Christian. She must be this. She must be that. And like, Mm -hmm. you can take someone (laughs) that you don't know, Mm -hmm. find those that you're just attracted to. Mm-hmm. find those things out real quick mm-hmm. and then pursue it and not be like, hey, do you want to be buds? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. just be honest, like, hey, you're... Because I mean, it almost no. seems like you're not being truthful in what the relationship you have. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, like, like if I were single 
and there was someone at this church and I was, okay, let's just say I was a dude because mm-hmm. that would, you, you, he needs to pursue. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like if there was a woman in this church and I wasn't friends with her, but I mean like we're in the same church, but I was, I was attracted to her and I already knew she was a believer. Mm-hmm. Then I would just ask her out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask to be her friend. So like, I try to hang out first. In your scenario, do you know her? Previously, before asking her out on a date, do you know her? No. Okay. So I think that's where it gets a little bit fuzzy. Mm Because what I would say, and I know PJ and I would say this, is get to know her as a friend. Mm -hmm. So it's not friend dating. Because once once you say to the person, I like you, then it's no longer a secret. Mm -hmm. Now you got all your cards on the table. Now it's a facade. Now it's, and what I mean by facade is like, you're putting your best foot forward because that's what we all do Mm -hmm. in dating and courting. Before you married Paul, before you married Chris, before you married Aaron, before I married PJ, there was already like a facade. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, my best foot is forward. Mm -hmm. That's why when you get into actual marriage, it becomes harder. (laughs) I know like my first month of marriage was grueling. It was so difficult because I just thought like, I'm an awesome Christian, like he rebukes <laughs> me and I love it. Mm-hmm. And then once we got married, it's like, oh, you're rebuking me? Like, <laughs> how dare you, you know? So, I mean, in that scenario, I would encourage the guy to not tell her, like no need. Like you, you are the initiator. The man is the initiator. She is the one that's going to either reject it mm-hmm. or allow it. So as the man, we would say, get to know her, like, Get but to, how? Get to know her on going out with church family. So in groups, you're saying? In groups, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, without letting her know. Without That's not always possible, though. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Like, there are situations where like you do. long distance, you would have to. Right. Yeah. But that's because you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no opportunity to get to know the right. person. Right. So you would have to go on dates to right. get to know them. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this scenario, if it's a guy at a church, they're like members of a church, then, dude, get to know her. There's no need to, to, rush, in. to mm-hmm. rush it because we already know, like, once you start expressing those emotions, emotions like now it's guarding your heart time now you're on the defense like oh man i need to guard my heart Mm -hmm. like what if the girl automatically because you can't control her heart yeah so Mm -hmm. if he is like unsure like i don't know about her and she's like oh my goodness he likes me this is awesome then she starts going all forward like and as a as a dude you have to be the one that protects the girl and the best way that i could see for you to protect her is but not by telling her But as a girl in a Christian environment who's just assuming that everyone's pursuing marriage, if a guy asked you to coffee, wouldn't you just go there in your brain like, oh, a guy from my church who's been taught that dating is for marriage is now asking me on a date? Right. Wouldn't you assume if he's asking you on a date, he's attracted to you? Yes. And that's why I would encourage the guy not to do that Mm -hmm. until he's ready to move to, okay, can I, I want to start pursuing you. And I think... I can see where Kelly's coming from too, from right. a Christian college. Yeah, I was going to ask There that. are a bunch of people who were just friends in right. quotation marks. Who were dating. Who were yeah. basically dating. Yeah. Right. And so when you say friendship, it's like, oh, that yeah. picture comes up in my mind. Where it's you guys like, are you guys coming from a different background. You guys aren't being yeah. honest mm-hmm. about yeah. where you are right now. Right. You need to have a talk. Right. And you need to start, <laughs> you know, saying what you are instead of, oh, we're just hanging out as friends. Because that could go on for a long time and it's not really what's going on. And right. Right. Being very yeah. intentional with the person without calling it what it is. Right. Yeah. So 
I think it's good to take it slow mm-hmm. and get to know each other if that's mm-hmm. what you're really doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you are pretending like you're dating but saying you're just friends, that's right. totally a different thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what, yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that to uh-huh. do that. Like right. this whole friend date, I've never heard of that. Me neither. So oh, it's a thing. It's oh, an it's epidemic. Very, yeah. Yes. yeah. It makes sense at the Christian college where uh-huh. everyone's like, you want to make it everything like all Christ-centered. Yeah. Well, especially if it's a small college, like right. everyone knows. So you want to, you don't want to say you're dating before you're like 100% sure. So people take it extra slow to yeah. call it a date. Right. But it's like, dude, you're in the cafeteria together every day. Right. <laughs> you're dating, you know. Right. So. Yeah. What is the purpose of dating? I was, what I was thinking of was um, to break up or to continue. So the purpose of dating is to know whether you should pursue it. Red light or green light. Right. And as fast as possible like praying to God that it is quick. If it is just drawn out and years or it's just like, ah, that is just not, I mean, again, there's stories out there that, that it's worked and God's been gracious, but I mean, for the majority of the stories Mm -hmm. that we've heard, it's just really difficult to continue a long dating relationship. So that is a wrap. We want to do another episode on sexual struggle purity within dating and even like dating non-christians and other issues that come up with dating so if you have any questions or comments please email us at kinshippodcast at gmail.com also please leave a friendly review preferably nice preferably nice uh and yeah thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it and we pray that you could share it with others bye bye shout out to aaron talata for the music and for all audio pam talata